Welcome to Special Delivery, the podcast delivering you what you didn't know and what you should know about Henry Church. On the phone lines, I got the man himself, Joseph Chilliams. How you doing? Wow. I'm great. I'm great. This this feels like my first uh, interview over the phone like this. Like, feels like the pressure's on. Like, I gotta, gotta surprise everyone right now. I'm ready. Is it your first or does it just feel like your first? It feels like my first, but, like, you know, it might be my first, too. It's either my first or my second, you know. I'm out here, though. I love it. Prospering. (laughs) Now, we got to talk about Henry Church. (laughs) Kind of switching it up. We're having a good time. But we got to talk about Shake My Ass because that shit is so powerful. Whose idea was it to explore the consent to sex and switch the genders? That was my idea. It was just a concept that I stumbled upon, like, I was just writing and it happened. It was just based off of, like, you know, a lot of the terrible instances I've, like, you know, heard about. I've seen, you know, people get out of line. And something happened recently, like, around that time I was writing. And, you know, it, like, just came out of, like, my subconscious. Like, when I wrote the first couple lines, I thought, like, you know, like, I was, like, you know, shake my ass like a rattlesnake, bag it up because I'm so delicious. Like, I was just writing, like, you know, me being, like, you know, flamboyant and cute and all that. But, like, as I kept going along, I was like, oh, something's happening here. Like, this is becoming, like, about, like, something heavy. The, kind of, the idea of switching the genders was really just, like, I wanted to, like, really, really speak up and speak out about it, like, about what I hear all the time, but I haven't heard like the song about like these are like stories that I've heard my whole life, you know, and I wanted to bring uh some truth and some shed some light on it in a way that I thought was meaningful. Mm-hmm. You know. And like I wanted Jamila to be a part of it because she's a great writer. Mm-hmm. You know? I thought that it could be really cool, uh, if like I'm the woman and she's the man and she's like one of the few people that I would trust writing something like that, you know, because she's a great writer as well as, like, an amazing singer. So, like, and she told me that this was the only song she's ever actually, like, begged to be a part of, like, you know, asked to be a part of. Like, she just wanted to, like, really, really, she really wanted to be on the song. So it, like, worked out, and it was really, it was incredible. Like, I still can't believe we did that. (laughs) And she is super, super talented. And then Shake My Ass has a Donkey Kong sample. The producers were talking about how you brought samples to them. Like you have the video game coin sound on Buck. You have the 70s funk sample on Fergie. What was your favorite sample that you brought to the producers? So I produced on the track as well. You know, like a lot of these, a lot of these songs are like, I come to them with like a rough idea Mm -hmm. and then we, like, expand upon it. Like, you know, they just take it, like, you know, to the cosmos, you know, like places I never thought <laughs> we can go. But definitely the Donkey Kong on Shake My Ass just because uh, that's one of my favorite things to listen to. And I don't know how no one's ever done it before, like, because it's just really, it sounds just amazing. If you just listen to, like, you know, that board on Donkey Kong is like, damn, what were they thinking? when? They, like, they made this for a video game. Like, it is so good. Like, uh, I really wanted to use that. So that would definitely have to be my favorite. 
So good. Shout out to Ice World and Donkey Kong. It's crazy. And yeah. people talk about how the album has so much pop references, like pop culture references, but I feel like it's a lot of 2000s nostalgia. Like to me it's very like pinpointed. Like when you talk about Mojo Jojo and Friend Requests and Mean Girls, like there's so many 2000s nostalgia references. Was that intentional? That's really just how I write. I try to bring up as many experiences as I can, uh, you know, find like that branch that the listener can like latch on to. And I'm trying to like, you know, share like things that I loved growing up or hated, you know. So when I say, you know, like Fergie, Britney Spears, whatever it is that I'm talking about, I know there's other people out here that also love these things that like maybe never heard it like digged up in a rap song before. You know, like whatever draws you in. It's like I'm just casting out a bunch of uh, fishing lines and I'm trying to catch the bait. Like, and the 2000s is like my biggest source material because like I lived through it. I feel like I mentioned Mean Girls. Mean Girls, Fergie, and like wrestling, like wrestlers in the 90s are probably what I mentioned the most, but it's very random. Anything that, you know, can help you uh, get into what I'm doing. Like, that's all I'm, I'm just trying to be be as welcoming as I can be. <laughs> yeah. No, and I think it's not only relatable, but if it's not relatable, it kind of puts people on game to things. Like, you know, they go and watch Zootopia and see if they like it better than Finding Nemo or, you know what I mean? All these different things. Oh, so. my goodness. How do you feel about that? I honestly haven't watched Zootopia in a really long time, but I read what you were saying about it, how when you watched it, you saw like gender and social issues. So now I'm super juiced to watch mm -hmm. it again because I do kind of pick up on yeah. things now when I watch like cartoon movies and be like, oh my God, like there's so many gender stereotypes and there's so, you know what I mean? Like there's some deep rooted shit in there that you're like, oh man, it's crazy. So now yeah. I got to watch Zootopia again, definitely. That's a, that's a funny line because people felt so strongly about it. Yeah. Like, so strongly like i got cursed out by uh Merz on Merz. uh hilarious. twitter because he because he thought zootopia was nowhere close to better than finding dory <laughs> you know it's like one of those like polarizing lines like either you're for it or against it and like people feel something immediately the second they hear it so like it's really cool but yeah i'm like finding dory is not comparable to Zootopia, in my opinion. Like, you can look it up, Rotten Tomatoes, uh, Zootopia definitely has a higher rating That's than Simon Dory. So, uh, yeah, I speak the truth. I speak the truth. Wow. Goodness gracious. <laughs> now, speaking of 90s nostalgia, Fergalicious. When you first heard it as a child, were you like, one day I'm going to remix this or remake it? Or later on in life, yeah. did you revisit it? Like, what was that invitation like? Yeah. So, always like the song. It was really when I revisited it. Once I, like, really started rapping and I listened to Fergie, I was like, wait. She's, like, really going off right now. Like, dropping bars. Just, like, the, like one of the greatest raps about, like, how delicious someone can be. Uh, I might have ever heard. A lot of the rhyme schemes that I used in that song were directly from Fergie. Like, I, like, took how she raps and, like, you know, added my own spin to it. Like, she says, uh, I'm the F to the E, R, G to I to E, and can't no other lady put it down like me. And, like, on my song, I'm like, I'm the J to the O, S, E to P to H. It was just, like, I really just like how she rapped. Like, I really feel like it was a good rap. I feel like people didn't really give it the credit that 
they deserve, or Fergie, the credit that she deserves. And I just wanted to, like, be the champion for Fergie, like, and hold her down like she needs to be. So, yeah, I was definitely later on in life, after revisiting this, that I was like, damn, she's really going crazy right now. Like, I'm going to, like, you know, use that as the outline. But, yeah, and just had, I had, like, so much fun. <laughs> so, and it turns out, like, a lot of the, like, things that they were spelling just so happens to go perfectly with my name. Like, <laughs> uh, like D to the E to the L-I-C-I-O-U-S, you know, and, like, Chilliams, like, C to the H to the I-A-M-S, and I was like, oh, my God, this, I was supposed to make this song. It like, was this meant is, to be. I was supposed to do this. <laughs> Just hearing you talk about her, like, I cannot wait for the day that you two meet. Like, that's going to be so magical. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, I'll probably start crying instantly. I'd be so happy. I can, like, <laughs> I can feel it in my heart. Like, I might tear up, too. Like, this is, wow, man. Goodness. <laughs> <laughs> my next question, coincidentally, was your dance moves are marvelous. Who or what do you channel when you dance? Oh, man. Well, I really view my dancing no different than, like, me rapping or, like, me talking to you or the audience. Just something that helps me connect with people because mm-hmm. they see that I'm having fun. You know, like, I learned early on, that if you have fun, like, on stage, the people in a crowd are going to have fun, too, you know, and they're going to, like, you know, it's not going to be as stuffy and, like, you know, everyone's just staring at each other, you know. Like, my dance moves specifically, like, a lot of people are responsible for these, for this graciousness. we got some Elvis in there, definitely. Mm-hmm. Mick Jagger, Shakira. I wish we had some Michael Jackson. I'm still working on that. Mm-hmm. I'm still, like, actively pursuing getting better mm-hmm. at dancing. Definitely like J-Lo, Ricky Martin, anyone who I've ever seen dance and just been like, damn, like that, like Sierra, like a lot of pop, Britney Spears, oh my God, Britney Spears, (laughs) yes. Just anyone who I've ever seen like really, really get down and like as an entertainer, like I, I view myself as an entertainer, you know, like it's not just about like, you know, me rapping or like me telling my story like at the end of the day i have to like you know put on a show and i always look up to people who went that extra step like took that extra step and did it there's just tons of people like i'm always like and i'm always trying to study new styles like you know like salsa and break dancing like they're all amazing you know and i can barely figure out or comprehend what they're doing but like when you look at it, you know, you take something with you. And who knows how it would come up when I'm, like, you know, just freestyling somewhere. But, yeah, I just try to be as goofy and fun as I can be. I'm just trying to, like, impact people and let them know that, you know, you don't have to worry about people judging you. Like, you can totally, like, you know, look as silly as you want to. Like, if you're having a good time, that's all that matters. Yeah, no, because like you said, it's contagious. Like if you're on stage having a good time, everybody in the crowd is going to have a good time. And that's how it should be. It's, it's super amazing. Yeah. Did you really used to go by Joe Cool? I did. That's actually where my name comes from. I, uh, yeah. Joe Cool was an alias of Snoopy mm-hmm. um, and Charlie Brown. Yep. And I had a shirt. That just had, like, a bunch of, like, Joe Cools over it, you know? It was, like, a Joe Cool shirt. And, like, one of my friends was like, hey, man, you're a really cool dude. 
you should go by Joe Cool. Like, you know, like that's because I didn't have a rap name. Like, like, yeah. You know what? I am really cool. Uh, <laughs> and I, I ran with that for a minute. But after a while, I realized, you know, I totally got that from somewhere. And I should, like, you know, that's probably already copyrighted. And, you know, I would have to deal with all that. I was mm-hmm. like, I want to make it my own. So, like, Joseph Chilliams just came directly from Joe Cool, me trying to, like, you know, elongated the yeah. way you flip names <laughs> is like my favorite thing oh that gets me so excited because i'm like you, that's just a dose of what you're capable of like oh man <laughs> shout out to enrique Iglesias. thank you yeah exactly <laughs> anything else you want to tell the people about henry church it's available everywhere i really just want you know you to listen to it whoever you are and just see what you think like literally you don't have to like it but it'll be cool if you just listen to it, because I really wanted to get the conversation started. Like, if you do like it, please share it with anyone and everyone. And look out for me coming to your city at some point in time, I'm pretty sure. I'm really cute, also. Just let everyone know that I'm very cute, just like in general, like objectively cute. Like, physically, mentally, all around. Like, I would agree with <laughs> All encompassing cute. <laughs> Good, good stuff. And uh, when you go back on tour, when you come to the Bay, I will see you. We're waiting for you here in the Bay Area. Oh, man, I already know. We went out there, and they were just it was just so much love. Like, mm-hmm. that was actually the first stop of my tour. Uh, and it was my first time being in another state and just seeing people yell, uh, pivot, like, you know, pivot, pivot. Like, and I was like, wow, like, we made this in our basis. Like, you know, this is something that, you know, we never thought would, like, reach all these areas, but it has. Like, it was just a very eye-opening experience. And I got a lot of family in the day, too, a lot of family and friends. So every time I come there, it's just all love. Like, y'all are so warm and just friendly to be around. Like, I really love going out there. Now, the love for Pivot Gang out here mm. is super dope. And that's it. Thank you so, so much. I had so much fun. Of course. No, that was lovely. <laughs> Thank you so much for checking out this episode of the Special Delivery Damn Near Daily Podcast. If you like it, make sure to hit that follow or subscribe button. This is day two of the 30-day podcast challenge. So come kick it with me for the next 30 days. Also hit me letting me know what your favorite part of this episode was. I'm on Twitter at Special Says and on Instagram and Snapchat. Those are at Special Says as well. Thanks again for listening.